Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. You know, it's not every day that I take a day off. Certainly not every day that I take two days off. But I did, in fact, take two days off. Yesterday, Saturday, didn't do a show. Friday, Mike Sempervivi replaced me. But fear not, we've got three shows today for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. And we got three shows coming up tomorrow for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. And we got a lot of news to get into today since I wasn't here on Friday. I presume Mike covered most of the news on Friday, but for the stuff that he did not cover, among the things that we're going to get into today, we've got TV reviews to talk about, the SmackDown show on Friday night. We have got the Impact show on Thursday night, if you want to talk about that. Yesterday was the Tokyo Dome. And while I do not have, I have not seen every match from the Tokyo Dome. I haven't seen the top two matches yet, the tag team title match and the uh, IWGP title match. I've seen everything else on the show, including the Rambo. And so we can talk about that here today. Tonight, uh, myself and Vinny and Craig will be talking the entire Tokyo Dome show. And uh, same thing with Dave Meltzer later on. We'll be talking about that, plus all of the news over the last couple of days. And there is a lot of it. We do have two things I have to get into here very quickly uh, terrible news. Uh, this will be up in the daily update here in just a moment. This is from Dave. We have to start today with the terrible news about the death of Brett Blair, who is Brian's son, who was actually named after Brett Hart. This is the son of, of Brian Blair. He was only 29 years old. He was found murdered at a remote construction site. Right now, there are no clues as to what happened. Brian Blair is a great guy. Dave has been reading his autobiography of late. It's a funny and serious book about life experiences during the territorial, territorial era. WWE in the 80s, the independent world, running a gym franchise, and local politics. He'd always been a great ambassador, works for Cauliflower Alley. Obviously, uh, best wishes to his family, best wishes to Brian. Horrible story. And that's all I know about it right now. So we'll talk about all of the other news when we come back from the break. Mike Sempervivi joins us, Wrestling Observer Live. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. 
That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just That's 800-399-3691. The double play! It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success. Like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card. Choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration. An air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio, Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, and I do not know if Mike Sempervivi is here. Oh, there he is. Am I here? Now I see you. Can you hear me? Oh, he's here, everybody. Yeah, I can hear you. Again? All right, good. Hey, listen, we got a lot to get into here today. Here from my palatial cabin at Cannon Beach, everyone's favorite. Hopefully everything goes out without a hitch. Never does. All right. <laughs> I got a lot to get into today. Do you now? Oh, where to begin? <laughs> well, we'll start with this. Because believe it or not, this is the top story right now. If I can find it. Matt Cardona... <laughs> Matt Cardona is the new GCW World Heavyweight Champion. 
Cardona defeated Nick Gage on the first night of Game Changer Wrestling's homecoming event at the Showboat in Atlanta City, New Jersey. The finish of the match had Ricky Shane Page come out and at first helped even things out by taking out the 440H stable that had surrounded Gage at ringside. However, yeah, same thing. However, RSP then turned on Gage, allowing Cardona to attack Gage with a light tube, and he pinned him following the radio silence. After the match, the irate crowd began throwing garbage, striking Cardona as he held up the title. Gage had held the title since April 9, when he defeated Ricky Shane Page, a GCW event. Cardona and Gage have been feuding for the last month, and uh, the w- and away we go. So, w- where to begin here? First off, yes, well, we'll get to that in a moment. Did you guys see Dave's tweet? Because that's kind of the news today, believe it or not. I'm going to try and find it here. Let's see where it is. This actually wasn't a story until moments ago, and I'll tell you why it's a story here in a moment. Here we go. I'm sure, Dave writes, that people will make their lame excuses for it or say how great the heat was, but this crowd reaction was such BS and such an embarrassment to the industry. Fourteen hours ago, Dave Dave wrote that. Because what happened was when Matt Cardona won the title, suddenly the fans just start throwing and they're pelting the ring with garbage and there's trash in the ring and he's covered with blood and they're screaming and I, I can't say it's a riot but it's like, it appears to be mostly, you know, plastic empty water bottles and stuff like that. But they're pelting the ring with garbage. And I have been told, I guess, is it true there's a GCW shows going on today? Yes, the part two of Homecoming is taking place as okay, we speak, well, yes. Well, at, at part two of Homecoming, I am told that there, I can't even say it on the air. Even though we're on Sirius Satellite Radio, we're also on the regular radio, so I can't say what they're they're chanting, but you can fill in the rest of the letters. There's F. Dave Meltzer chants going on at this show. Well, GCW has already produced a shirt with Dave's tweet that is being sold. Obviously, uh, apparently it's a it's a controversial tweet. So here's my thoughts, everybody. And uh, and I have I have I have I won't talk forever, but I have a few things to say. First off, if you're mad at Dave for his tweet, the fact of the matter is that everybody has a right to their opinion. And if Dave thinks it's total BS what the fans did, Dave has every right to that opinion. Now, here's the thing with throwing things into the ring, okay? If you look at what happened at this GCW show, let's break down what happened, okay? What happened was, you had a man in Nick Gage, a folk hero, a cult hero, a man who once robbed a bank without a mask. A man who once died during a death match was brought back to life and wanted to go back and continue the death match on his deathbed. A man who ended the career of Brian Alvarez, Nick Gage, was your GCW champion. Who was he facing this weekend? Well, quite frankly, everyone, he was facing the woo-woo guy. He was facing the former Zack Ryder. So, when you think about it, when you think about what we had here, which was, which was a, a, a folk hero to the GCW audience facing the woo woo guy, and the woo woo guy is going to beat Nick Gage and win the GCW world title, I regret to have to say this, but how could you expect any different than what we got? 
Am I wrong? No. Now, here's the thing with throwing things at the ring. I understand what Dave's talking about, okay? I understand that when you do something like this, there probably is the expectation that these fans are going to think that they're part of the show and they're going to throw their empty water bottles and and they're going to to do their low-level worked riot because they're so angry that Nick Gage lost to the woo-woo guy, okay? That's all fine and good. But you can have 400 people in the building, and 399 of them are, I don't know if playing along is the right word, but, oh, I got an empty water bottle, I'm going to throw that at this thing. Oh, I've got, uh, you know, a styrofoam cup, I'm going to throw that full of water or whatever. You got 399 people doing that at a show, but guess what? You got one guy, and maybe he throws a battery, all right? You guys know uh, uh, Pirata Morgan, guy with the eye patch? You know why that guy has an eye patch? Because he was in the ring, and some fan threw like a peso at him and uh, took out his eye, blind for the rest of his life, because he got hit by something that a fan threw. So I... I cannot advocate for fans throwing things at the ring. I can't advocate it because you just don't know if some guy gets really, you know, maybe he really didn't like Zack Ryder. And maybe he got really angry <laughs> and he throws, God only knows what he throws. It's a bad, it, it's, you don't want fans throwing stuff at the ring. You don't want to set the precedent that when you do a heat finish, fans are going to throw stuff in the ring. Because you just don't know what's going to be thrown. So the people that are really angry at Dave... Dave has everyone's best intentions. He has the best intentions of Nick Gage. He has the best intentions of Matt Cardona. Nick Gage still in the ring. You start throwing stuff at the ring. He's flat on his back looking up at the lights. Something gets him in the eye, something whatever. You don't want to, you don't want to hurt these people because you're playing along with the heat or whatever. So I understand what Dave is saying here. I don't think that people should be angry at Dave for it, but as, as far as like, <laughs> what, a, what a time to be alive. Matt Cardona beating Nick Gage for the GCW title in Nick Gage's own style of match. Welcome to 2021, everybody. I mean, the story itself, the outcome, I thought it was absolutely awesome. Throwing stuff at the ring and putting someone's life in danger. If you want to get mad about that, you have every right to get mad about it because people have legitimately gotten hurt when things like that have happened. But uh, I'm sure the argument from most people is that we weren't throwing anything. We were throwing plastic, empty bottles, whatever. But you just never know. So that's my take on it. And I was, I was, uh, I was greatly amused by the finish. How about that? By the finish. Yeah, we could probably talk. Delighted, about I would say. <laughs> oh yeah, you would be. We could probably yeah, talk would about be. the. And if I could have, if I could pick one guy to beat Nick Gage, it ain't gonna be Chris Jericho. That guy's a legend. If I want to see Nick Gage humiliated, he's getting beaten by woo-woo, you know it. Oh, man. Uh, well, we Damn can talk straight. about the finish more after the break. I'll say this about Dave's tweet is I think it just got sucked up into different vortexes depending on how you look at it. GCW fans probably don't know or may not know, who are especially who are emotional and wrapped up in the moment, don't know that he has been feuding with Jim Cornette. And I think Dave may have shaded Cornette there by saying, because of this whole thing over heat and what it used to be like back in the day and things like this used to happen all the time, I think he was taking that tack of, I'm sure somebody like a Cornette would say that this is okay, but this is BS. And I think some fans took that, maybe didn't know what was going on, and are saying, have Dave going, well, are these saying GCW fans are BS? Look, bottom line is this gets way overthought. 
Don't throw anything. Those fans got sucked up into a frenzy. They got whipped into a frenzy. They got taken advantage of on a ride, you know, in, in the in the storyline sense. They got taken advantage of by Ricky Shane Page. It was played perfectly. You had a Jericho tease with the music. All this stuff happened. But you got to hold it together, fans. You got to, because just like Brian said, for everybody that's throwing the water bottle or the empty aluminum bottle who thinks it's okay, there's going to be somebody, and it was the case last night, who was throwing half-filled bottles and full bottles and may not be so nice when they get in there and want to throw things like batteries or something else. Amused as well by the uh, ring announcer announcing the win of Matt Cardona in the saddest the saddest way possible. He didn't tell the fans to stop throwing things. He's busy doing his job. Sadly telling the world that Matt Cardona has beaten Nick Gage. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 
That's 800-410-4771. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sobrevivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You guys seen this footage of this uh, Cardona-Nick Gage match? This footage of these fans pelting this bloke with garbage. You seen this? You know what's notable about it? What's that? Matt Cardona's just covered in blood. There he is. He's, he's covered in blood, and mm-hmm. he took a beating, and... Went yeah. through glass and all of this other craziness. I was thinking about this today. Never spent so much time thinking about the woo-woo guy and, and GCW, but mm-hmm. obviously the guy's, you know, hated. Yeah. I was just trying to think of a way to, like, you got to think about, like, Zack Ryder, everybody, okay? <laughs> Talk about this for a while. When Zack Ryder was in WWE... And he was doing all of that stuff on YouTube, and he was getting himself over on his own, and people really liked the guy. But they never really did anything with him on the actual main roster. And quite frankly, it's kind of interesting because he did get himself over to the audience that was watching him on YouTube and such. But have you ever really watched him when he went before a giant WWE crowd? Like, he often wasn't that over. It was like something that didn't... It didn't resonate to the larger casual WWE audience, which back then was a lot bigger than the casual WWE audience now. But, I mean, he was over with the the people that watched him outside of WWE television. But really, like, you know, every now and then they would try and do something with him, and the fans would cheer and everything like that. But, you know, the idea that he could have been like, oh, he could be another John Cena or something like that, it wasn't going to happen, okay? And it could just be me, but uh, I, I believe that uh, with the wrestling audience we have today, I kind of believe that this weekend is the most over and infamous that the former Zack Ryder has ever been. Am I wrong about that, everybody? I feel that this is his wrestling pinnacle. Am I the only one? Um, No, it is. It absolutely okay. is. Okay. Yeah. So my point is this. If he would have gone into this match and, like, to to really get heat done the Zack Ryder gimmick where he doesn't get cut and he doesn't bleed and, like, he just does all of his WWE-style wrestling while Nick Gage is trying to do all his hardcore stuff, you know, that'd be one thing. But he didn't. He went in there and he he went all in. And he's covered in blood, bleeding, cut up, blah, 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 blah. So I was really thinking about it. It's like, you don't want to... Obviously, they got something here with a mega over heel. For this GCW audience. So you can ride this way for a while. But the fact that he got in there and he did all of that stuff, I feel that if you have the right baby faces for him in the short term, he can continue to get over as a mega heelist champion. But if you keep putting him in situations like this, where he delivers more than these fans are expecting from him, 
I believe that ultimately, over the course of, of months and months, you actually could get this guy over as like a big-time cult babyface. So we'll see what happens. But I that was my thought when I saw him standing there with that belt, getting pelted with garbage, while simultaneously just covered with blood. Sure you can. Look, that's a, a long-time tradition. You know, ECW and Shane Douglas, when he came back there, um, Matt Bourne doing the Bourne Again thing after doing the clown. I mean, you, you always try to, you know, if they have a long-term goal for him or he's in GCW in their plans long-term, yeah, you could absolutely do something like that. The thing is, I just don't think that it's going to be a long-term thing. Maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. I don't know. He's now the GCW champion. By the the end of the night tonight, will that still be the case? We don't know. You know, we'll have to see what happens. There, there could be something wacky that takes place. But one thing is for sure, he went all in. It was amazing. Him crying, basically, as he's in blood, uh, getting beaten up and having light tubes uh, smashed over his back. Him not being able to swing the light tubes because... Why would he know how to swing light tubes, <laughs> you know? And so the whole thing was played amazingly. And Ricky Shane Page, who, yes, he is not Roman Reigns, you know, he just does not have that visibility and, you know, he's not at that level. But on the independent scene, there has been no, arguably, no better heel in the last couple of years. And he has dominated GCW until Nick Gage finally came back and was able to topple the long reign of, of, of Ricky Shane Page. And it looked like for a little bit there that Ricky Shane Page was going to be that guy who becomes one of GCW's biggest good guys. That's not the case. Uh, the the tease with Jericho, uh, the, all of the stuff that, that's taking place, they've added a lot of intrigue here. And again, Cardona did an amazing job. He did an absolutely amazing job. And whether this is long-term or short-term, you're right. He he could absolutely get over. I just don't think the fans, it's going to take a while before that happens. But regardless of their emotions last night, they got to respect him. You have to respect a performance like that. It, it was something else. A couple of other news notes here. we got a lot to get into today. Music event promoter in Kansas City, Missouri, canceled a post-Raw Monday meet-and-greet with Jeff Hardy on Sunday afternoon because they claim he has COVID-19. We regret to inform you that the event with Jeff Hardy to take place on Monday, July 26, 2021 at Record Bar in Kansas City, Missouri will have to be postponed to a later date. Jeff Hardy just tested positive for COVID this morning. He will have to quarantine for the next two weeks and will not be participating in any live events for the next two weeks. Now, obviously, there's a lot of questions. Uh, first off, uh, he just wrestled Karrion Cross and beat him last Monday. When did Jeff Hardy find out that he had COVID? How many people was he hanging out with in the WWE locker room that uh, perhaps now need to uh, quarantine? Uh, this person here said, didn't Jeff get vaccinated? Whether he got vaccinated or not is irrelevant. You can get covid whether you're vaccinated or not the the point of getting the the point of getting the vaccination is only i mean largely so you don't get it but the vaccine is not 100 percent effective but the idea is if you still manage to get covid while vaccinated 
you're going to have few, if any, symptoms. You're not going to end up in the hospital. You're not going to end up dead. So the vaccine is not all about, well, if you get it, you can never get COVID. I think most people know this by now. Jeff Hardy could have been vaccinated. He got COVID anyway. Still, if you got COVID, uh, we don't know who in the WWE locker room does and does not have their vaccination, who might have to quarantine or whatever. And quite frankly, I mean, this is the event promoter telling the story, so we don't even really know if Jeff Hardy has COVID. Hopefully he's all right. Best wishes to him. But that's the update from the, what are they calling it here? Record bar, Kansas City. The we had uh, three. Bar? T- that's what it says right here. Record bar, Kansas City. I didn't write it. Uh, New Japan Tokyo Dome yesterday. Ever been to one of those, um, maybe like, uh, you ever go to the, the fair? You guys ever go to the country fair? And uh, not only do they have the, the, the country fair, uh, but they also have, like, they got the big buildings. And, like, inside the buildings, there's, you know, like a bunch of uh, dudes selling gimmicks. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, Mike? Am I talking like, to myself here? Like a midway? <laughs> like, what are you no, like you, you're at the fair, and then, oh, well, here's the building where you can go in and you can get some kettle corn, or you can get some beads, or you can get some whatever. And it's like a big, giant building, and then there's, like, a whole bunch of vendors and people milling around. You know what I'm talking about? At least the chat does. Well, anyway, that's what the Tokyo Dome looked Swap like. Meat. <laughs> There's 5,000 people in a building you could get 50,000 people in, and they're all just standing there, and it, this did not feel like a Tokyo Dome. Uh, the matches, once we got past the Rambo, uh, the matches, at least the ones that I saw, were good, and apparently the last two were also very good. A Rambo was like a horror, as the easiest way to put it. <laughs> But uh, anyway, we had three title changes. We had Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. beating Naito and Sonata to win the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team titles. 40-minute match. We had the main event with uh, Ibushi out of the picture. Ended up being um, Hiroshi Tanahashi facing Shingo. What's so funny? Can I ask you, seriously, and I don't want to break up your review here, but... Well, you are, so you may as well. How much sleep did you get last night? Because you sound like you got the dad brain today. How long Bro, was that I got, trip I got out plenty, there? I got plenty of sleep. I don't have dad brain. I don't know what you call the thing that you go to that's a big, giant place, but it's empty. And I'm sure there's many things. The first thing I thought about was you go to the fair. Anyway, Tanashi didn't win the title. But uh, we had two other title changes. Desperado lost his title to Robbie Eagles, my doppelganger. Robbie Eagles, now the IWGP Junior heavyweight title and uh chase owens it's not my idea someone else brought that up chase owens somehow was eliminated in the rainbow but still won because they had this dumb rule that if you got handcuffed to the ropes you were eliminated so apparently he was handcuffed to the ropes but the ref didn't see him handcuffed to the ropes and then he was released from the handcuffs and went on to win the match and uh he beat toriano so he's the new uh KOPW provisional whatever champion. I wish I'd been asleep for that match. That was a travesty to professional wrestling. Am I wrong? You need to kill that whole thing dead, yeah. You know, they, it whatever was Dave cool. said about GCW, he should have said about that Rainbow. <laughs> we'll be back Awful. with more, everybody. Stick Awful. around, Observer Live.
I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Yes, we are back here in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Mike, how much of this Tokyo Dome show did you see last night? I watched the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, I watched it this wow. morning. I did. I heard that the uh, the IWGP tag team title match was great. Yeah, is that true? It, was. it absolutely. And I heard. Was. I heard the main event pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both went about forty minutes. So that's the one thing you got to do is carve out. That's time my for question. Well, that's... was that was that too long? No, 
No. Uh, don't think so? If, well, here's the thing. I think if you don't watch New Japan, and these matches were not on the level of a Tokyo Dome January 4th main event. You know, they, they both tried, but the reality is they're not all-time great matches. So if you're asking a casual fan to invest 40 minutes into a tag match or even a IWGP championship match, that may be too much of a bridge for those folks. But I think if you are a regular wrestling fan, you understand that New Japan, because of these five-match cars, have elongated out some of these matches, and you are fans of these guys' work, the work was great. I mean, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. banged in there with with Sonata and, and Naito. I mean, it was really, really, really good stuff. And a great story was told with ZSJ's leg and on and on, but did it have to go 37, 28 or whatever it was? No, no, it probably didn't have to, but the work itself was really good. Same thing with Tanahashi and Shingo, although, you know, New Japan title matches usually go for a long time anyway. We haven't seen Tanahashi go that long in quite some time because he has been shuffled down a little bit on the card, so to see him go in there on short notice, put on such a great performance against Shingo, put Shingo over, great feather in his cap. You know, I, I thought it was really, really great stuff. So, I mean, d- did it have to go 40? No. Will you be upset after you watch it? No, not at all. And and the thing is with the tag match, too, it really did feel like time went by a lot quicker. So, I, you know, I could be wrong about that because I've been used to it, but both excellent performances. Some of the other stuff, like the Rambo, that absolutely did go too long. Well, I will say that since I haven't watched them, I will not comment on those two, obviously. But I did watch the Taichi Zack Sabre Jr. versus Naito and Sonata match when Naito and Sonata won the titles like uh, three weeks ago or whatever. And uh, Ooh, that was yeah. another one that went. That's another one that went forty minutes. Yeah. And I remember watching that, and I was irritated. And it was like a really good match, but I was irritated because. And then you know, a couple like a week later. I watched the uh, the Roman Reigns Edge match, and I feel like they went like 35 minutes. And I was just like, every time I see one of these matches, it goes 40 minutes. It's like I, I'm starting to hit my limit here because my my philosophy, and granted, you you all have your own opinion. You can have whatever philosophy you want. My philosophy is there's like a perfect amount, and you don't want to do too less, but you also wouldn't want to do more. And it has felt to me over the last couple of months is not just New Japan, but I've seen this in many places where it's almost become a gimmick that if you want to, if you're going to do a big match on a big show, you got to put in 30 to 40 minutes. Does the match need 30 or 40 minutes? Well, it doesn't matter. You're going to put in your 30 or 40 minutes. And I, I am now starting to see these matches where, bro, Roman Reigns and Edge, I know some people really hated that match. I didn't really hate that match. I thought it was a good match. However, there is no way that that match needed to go as long as it did. It didn't. They had an idea. They wanted to make it a more epic singles, one-on-one world title match. So it's like put in 30 minutes, 35 minutes, or whatever. I'll watch the match tonight, the two top matches, and decide if I believe that that was too much. But you mentioned, and you're right about this, if you are a fan of New Japan, if you're a fan of wrestling, then you're okay with a 40-minute match. But to a casual fan, they're not going to sit around for that. And the key is, wrestling in many ways 
the idea that wrestling is dying in 2021, it's, it's absolutely wrong. Uh, WWE, number one on cable. AEW, number one on cable. Um, there was another one that was number one on cable. Uh, SmackDown, number one. Like, the shows are doing well based on the rest of television. They are, they are losing audience. Some are losing audience more rapidly than others. In fact, Raw is losing audience. AEW is gaining audience. But in general, like, they're, they're number one on cable. Great, okay? But, in what universe do we not need more fans watching WWE, AEW, New Japan? You constantly want to create new fans. Because you are going to lose fans. Whether you lose them because they don't like what you're serving, whether you watch it with your kid and your kid don't like it anymore, you are going to lose fans, and you need to replace those fans. And anything that is a barrier to entry, whether it be intergender violence, or Dave is big on all of the blood in AEW, or 40-minute matches, whatever is a barrier to entry, to me, is something that you want to avoid. And I feel like we're going down this road of epic matches must be 40 minutes now, or they are not epic. I don't think you need that. You just need as much time as is needed, and no more. Yeah, I think there's a a line between over-delivering and just doing too much. And you don't know until you, you, you go over that line. You know, one thing we know is when it comes to, like, Iron Man matches, like it was Jay Lethal and Jay Briscoe, uh, a couple of years ago and things like 60 minute draws and things like that people already naturally their brain uh frequencies change and they completely they will tune out it's just there's a lot that goes into that where in this day and age 60 minute draws and teases of those and all that stuff it's it, they're passe i think they you know they, they you can you still can build a great story to one but i don't think it'll ever have the same impact that it that it used to back in the day and i think that's a lot of times the same way with some of these matches you know yeah there's the expectation that you got to go x amount of time to have a great match and that's not the case i think with uh, Kiyomiya and with, uh, with, uh, uh, it, All Japan, uh, uh, Miyahara. I, I think there have been times with their matches, both in Noah and in All Japan, when they were champions that went on for too long because they were trying to, like, prove their, you know, their, their, their place as young stars and they can do this. And, and some people really strongly disagree with me. You know, Adam Summers, my co-host on the Big Audio Nightmare, actually does in some ways with that, but, for me, it's like, to me, that match could have ended at, at X time. And I think New Japan has always been pretty good about those types of matches. And when they go on for a long period of time, that they continue to build up. They continue to ramp up. There's no point in time where people want to tune off to it, at least more times than not. They usually succeed with that, especially when you have guys like Omega and Okada and Naito in the main events of those matches. But at a time now where you're only doing five matches on the show, they're tending to overcompensate. Just because Naito and Sonata and ZSJ and Taichi could go 40 minutes, it didn't mean they had to go 40 minutes. And like you mentioned, they did it last week, and that's been one of the problems too, is to try to, in their minds, give people what their money's worth is. They're actually dragging it down a little bit. Dude, there was there was another one, the uh, the Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly uh, last man standing, whatever the match they did prior to their most recent one. Yeah, it was like a forty minute match, and Kyle O'Reilly's fantastic. Adam Cole is fantastic. The work was great. 
was too damn long. It didn't need to go 40 minutes. Who knew, this person says, Zack Ryder would emerge as the biggest heel in all of wrestling in 2021. Pro wrestling is indeed all about finding the right shtick at the right time and reinventing yourself. This Matt Cardona rules. It also Brenda helps. Here. Well, it helps, too, when you have, look, it's like AEW. There are fans of GCW that are really hardcore fans and that they have a lot of equity built up, and AEW's got that, too. And when you can have something like that, you can mess with those fans by bringing in somebody like a Cardona and doing what you did with them. Brandon here says, great show last night, GCW. The reaction for Cardona was a sight to see, whether you agree with it or not. So far, each match on today's show has featured a chant from the crowd of F. Dave Meltzer. Well, to be fair, I know one of those happened when Mance Warner was in the ring, and I know he's been a, a longtime uh, shirt seller with that slogan on there. So that may have been much more to do with with old Manser than than maybe uh, anything else, although again, on, much Manser. like last much like last night, everybody's whipped into a frenzy. So who knows, Dave? Watch out. Let's see what we got here. Also, you watch out God, too. Brian. Can you imagine? Can they you might imagine start if we, on you? Can we imagine if we could do like Matt Cardona and Nick Gage in a rematch? But I could be in Cardona's corner and Dave could be in... I guess I'd be the other way around because they don't like uh, Dave. Dave would be in Cardona's corner. I could be... I can't be in Nick Gage. Ah, this doesn't work. Oh, That oh, was a dad brain out. moment. It could work out just nicely. I know somebody who would love to be in Nick Gage's corner if he so happened to have a rematch with Actually, Matt Cardona with, with you in his corner. I, I could Wait. think of a lot of people that might want to do that. You know, now that I think about it, now that I think about it... I gotta remember that, that cameo that Nick Gage did for me for my birthday. And I, I forgave him. Sometimes I forget that I forgive people because there's, I still have so much bitterness over, over my injuries and the end of my career. But I, I would stand in Nick Gage's corner to face Matt Cardona with Dave Meltzer in his corner. Dave hears this is gonna be furious, by the way, but I just like to fantasy book sometimes. Okay. Who, oh, I already read that one. That wasn't my fault. I'm so sick of this evil experiment, this person says. Can Ghetto stop already? Yeah, Ghetto's next in line for the IWGP title. Well, Ghetto's not. Ghetto's not. Evil is, though. Or evil. Evil God is. God help me. I didn't get I any know. sleep last night. You were right. So Ghetto learned absolutely nothing from last year's evil main event push disaster. This is why Tony Khan has taken the place of the number one booker in the well, entire world. Look. It's it's for somebody Sucks, for Mike. Shingo to... I know. Look, it's for somebody to Shingo to beat. And if left up to his own devices, the matches would be fine. But the fact is, everything it goes, it's all Bullet Club and Dick Togo and interference. And the fact of the matter is, too, even though I think the evil is solid, when put in high profile positions, he has not been able to raise his his level up to where it needs to be. So I look, I just hope it's a short feud, and I just hope it's a quick victory for uh, for for Shingo. Everybody in the chat's finding out that Evil's next in line, apparently, right now. You guys didn't know that? You guys been no. talking about this show all day. You just found out Evil's next in line? They didn't watch the post-match. You know, the problem hey. with my brain is, everybody, it's actually not a lack of sleep. It's a oh, fact yeah. that I normally live a low-carb lifestyle. Oh, but God, I got here, here at the beach, go. and you never know the first thing I did. Well, we went to uh, the, the fish and chips place. I had uh, four-piece cod, french fries, clam chowder, 
And then I went from there to the ice cream shop and got a giant double scoop of Tillamook mudslide. My Ooh. brain is is just it's asleep. Tillamook. The rest of my body the, just doesn't know it. They have the good ice cream. I can't believe like sugar. Are you blaming sugar? Are you blaming the fat? Because I can't believe that you would actually have not the fat, you, you idiot. You would have fat fried? every day. It's the you, sugar. You talk about yeah. You used to having all that fried though. You eat that fried cod. Well, the and fried then you food. Move on. That's that's not that's not helping at then all. Then you move on to a heavy cream clam yes, chowder. Exactly. And then move on to ice cream with all the full fat. Yes. Clams. Mm. Yeah, I feel great. Just tired. <laughs> Just brain tired. Mm. El Fantasmo, this person says, literally licking his own boot. I've seen everything now. Yes, he is. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease. 
and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person here says, Matt Cardona is the GCW champion and Punk and Brian are rumored for AEW. This is a good kind of weird. <laughs> Listen, I, I hate to be that guy, but I mean, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk... I think, are heading AEW. Jay White is on Impact. He's probably going to feud with Kenny Omega on Impact. We had we had uh, IWGP US title change, not just a match, a title change on AEW last week. It's like you watch all these shows and this guy's here, that guy's there. They mentioned Filthy Tom Lawler at the Tokyo Dome. Rocky Romero's there. He's on New Japan Strong. Everybody's everywhere. Then I watched SmackDown. Bianca Belair and Carmella for the championship two weeks in a row, even though it was a clean finish both times. I swear to God, they teased Apollo Crews and Big E again on SmackDown. Brother. Well. Something's got to change. It does. Roman's promo ruled. That was at the end of the show. Cena's and Paul E's was okay at the beginning. That's all you need to see. On that show, what you want to do with that time instead, go watch Filthy Tom Lawler choke out Satoshi Kojima on New Japan Strong. Ah, spoilers! Really good show. Really good show. I hadn't watched it yet. Did you ever have a doubt in in your mind that he wouldn't do that? I knew he would, but... Actually, I didn't think he would choke him out, but... uh, Very impressive. Well, listen, speaking of Filthy Tom, everybody, here's the deal. Tomorrow, myself and Filthy Tom Lawler, Filthy Four Daily, we'll be talking about the SmackDown show. Since everybody's asking, why didn't you talk about SmackDown? Well, we could talk about it tomorrow. We'll talk about it tonight with Dave. We'll talk about the Tokyo Dome tonight with Vinny and Craig. We could talk about everything. I got five more shows in the next 24 hours, everybody. So if you didn't hear what you wanted to hear now, WrestlingObserver.com. There's plenty to hear. Check it out. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 